Before we begin, we would like to acknowledge the Cabragal clan of the Darug Nation, who are the traditional custodians of this land we are meeting on today. We also pay our respects to the elders, both past and present and future of the Darug Nation. I'm sure you could see some nice guys, not very nice guys. Yeah. You know I mean? yeah. So it was pretty much they would screen you with a couple of like, I guess, interview questions. Mm-hmm. So I guess based off my answers, like they thought I was more of a nice guy. Is this accurate of your dating history? <laughs> what is your experience of being a boy or a nice guy? <laughs> Depends on the girl, I think. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hi friends, welcome to our podcast, A Seat at Our Table. Candid conversations about the creative pursuits of Asian Australians. I'm Tracy. I'm Wendy. We, we saved, saved you a seat. seat. Come, Come join us. us. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. In this episode, we're chatting with Jonathan Lau, a friend of mine, a physiotherapist, online coach, men's physique competitor, and most recently a contestant on F-Boy Island, a rea- reality TV show. In this episode, we're going to talk about um, getting to know Jono and his many pursuits in life the lowdown on F-Boy Island, and his experience as an Asian-Australian on reality TV. Welcome. Welcome. Thanks for having me. No worries. Um, So for those who don't know, F-Boy Island is a reality TV show where three women move to a tropical paradise and are joined by 24 men. One of those is Jono. Um, So there's 12 self-proclaimed nice guys looking for love and 12 self-proclaimed F-Boys who are after a cash prize of $100,000. The twist is that the women don't know who is who. So the objective for them is to um, pick the nice guys at the end, I think. <laughs> so they can share the prize money at the end. Yes. They pick the nice guy, right? Yeah. 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 So before we get into the juicy bits of Emily Island, uh, Jonah, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and your cultural background? All right. Um, hey, guys. This is um, a pleasure to be here. I haven't, I told the ladies, like, this is the second podcast I've been on. The first one was like a lot more educational because I'm a physio. <laughs> but so this one's interesting because it's talking a bit more about my, about my own personal experiences. Um, but yeah, I'm a 28-year-old physiotherapist living in Sydney, Australia. My parents are, well, my mum's originally from Hong Kong. My dad's from Gongzhou in mm. China. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we, as a background, we are, I guess, Hong Kong and we speak Cantonese at home. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Fellow Canto. <laughs> yes, fellow Canto person. <laughs> um, can you tell us about, I guess, your career so far, your pursuits in life? Obviously, Wendy has listed a bunch of stuff that you do. So, like, how did you get in all of that? Like, what, what has it been like so far? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I start, like, I've always been really into health. Yeah. I played sports growing up. But then I was also really skinny. So, then I decided to get into the gym. And then I think just through the gym, it kind of carved my way into being interested in Mm. that as a career. I think personal training wasn't the thing I wanted to do, like especially with Asian parents, they want you something a bit more university qualified. Mm. So I did a bachelor's in exercise physiology first. And then after that, I did a master's in physio. And yeah, I've been working as a physio for three years now. And then yeah, just random stuff has popped up. Like, cause I did a competition um, in men's physique, which is like type of bodybuilding. And pretty much online coaching fruition from that. And then yeah. I've been like training people online too. And yeah, that's kind of the thing I'd like to move into. Because the interesting thing is like online coaching didn't exist like five, six, seven years ago. No, yeah. You know? And now it's a very like proper career, you yeah. know. So yeah, that's kind of what I've been up to from a career perspective. Right. Yeah, awesome. Um, so apart from that, I'm sure everyone is wondering like, 
how this opportunity for FY Island came along because it's really different to, I guess, what you've just explained as your goals. So do you want to tell us about how the opportunity came about? Yeah, like <laughs> um, pretty much they slid in my DM. That's <laughs> yeah. like the short Classic. story. <laughs> the, the longer story is um, a friend of mine's girlfriend. Uh, she has a friend who works for the casting team at oh, Warner Brothers. Oh, I see. And they just reached out to Sam and were like, do you know any good looking guys who want to go on TV? <laughs> and Sam just was like, do you want to do it? I was like, yeah, look, like, why not? Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah. And then Warner Brothers hit me up and then there were a few interviews and like calls and whatnot. And then, yeah. And then that's how it happened. Was there like a big decision making factor in terms of why you said yes? Uh, yeah, definitely. Because yeah. when they first told me about it, because um, they first of all, they just said, do you want to be on a TV show? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, sure. But when they told me like what it was, mm. I was like, nah, I'm good. No. I, I don't want to be on F Boy Island. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Um, because of the name of it, or what was? How much did they tell you about it? Yeah. Um, they just they just told us once. So the first part, they just said, "Do you want to go on a TV show?" Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I said yes, and then when it came to like that second round of interviews, mm. um, they were like, "Yeah, this is going to be a show called F Boy Island. It's going to be a bit different from the other like Love Island and whatnot because it's going to be twenty four guys, three girls." And yeah, I don't know. Just from the name, first of all, I was already like. No, I don't really want to be involved. Yeah. And also, like, I wasn't really sure if it aligned with what I really wanted to do. Mm. You know, because, yeah, like, it has no relation with physio or coaching. Yeah, right? exactly. So, I just said no. And then I sat on it because I was also like, hey, this is... Because this isn't the first TV show that's hit me up. Last oh, year, yeah. around the same time, another one called... What was it called? It's called, it was originally called Modern Dating, but now it's known as Love Triangle. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think it was on Stan. Yeah, right. Um, they hit me up and I got to like the final auditions and then it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. So this time around, like, I was like, hey, like I got another opportunity. Yeah. Like this stuff is like, why does this stuff keep popping up? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, it must be something special, right? Yeah. Or like I'm lucky enough to have these opportunities. So I called a mate of mine who knew someone from Love Triangle. Um, and he pretty much just said like, look, this is pretty cool and unique opportunity. Like you never know the things that could come out of it. So like kind of keep an open mind. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like I think just having him speak to me about it, I was, cause he's a bit older too. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. like in his thirties. So I was like, you know what? What's the worst that can happen? And like, would I regret it more if I did it or if I didn't do it? And I came to the conclusion I would regret it more. If you, you know? didn't do it. Yeah, if I didn't do yeah. it. Because it's like, when would this ever happen? Yeah, it's again? almost like a once in a lifetime type yeah. of yeah. that comes it, by, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So then, yeah, I did. And then that's pretty much what happened. Yeah, and awesome. then we went through. Yeah. And was it mainly kind of like, was it look, to look for love? Like, is that, <laughs> <laughs> or was it kind of just to put yourself out there? They, they full made me, they full were like, you're there to look for love. Yeah. Like, and uh-huh. I was like, like they're trying to push you to do that yeah. to make it, I guess, the experience more genuine. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know, I wasn't really looking for anything. You know, and what's funny is like, I actually had to end something before going on it. Too. Oh. Yeah. I didn't tell them why though. I don't think, I don't know. I don't think the girl would understand. Right. Yeah. If I was like, hey, I'm going to go on a show called F by Island. Yeah, you're like, oh no. I guess, I guess like not knowing yeah. you long enough as a person just in general and like, I guess like knowing you personally, I know you like to experience like new things and see what challenges it can bring you. Um, I think 
if someone was just seeing you for a little bit, like I, don't, I think without that context of not knowing you for long, they wouldn't fully understand. I think they would jump to conclusions like- Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, that, so then I just, yeah, I just said, yeah, I'm sorry, we can't do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so not really. I think I was just, I was, you know what? I was just open to yeah. whatever was going to happen. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Was there anything um, in terms of expectations that you had in the lead up to it? And was it like met or different from your experience? Um, hmm. Bit of both. Like it was because I didn't really know what to expect, mm. you know, um, like it was like a big production. So it was cool to see like all the camera crew or the like producers walking around, yeah. like guys that didn't really have a, but the girls had makeup, um, people like we had people who had to pretty much choose what we had to wear because oh. they were very selective. Like these colors had to be on this, 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 not too many guys wearing black. Yeah. So, yeah, there was this all, all this stuff was pretty. Was it your cool. wardrobe though that, that you guys chose from, or they gave, gave you clothes? This is a random question. <laughs> no, no, yeah, it's a good yeah. question. They, they were called wardrobe actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, they got us to bring our own clothes. They actually right. got us to take photos of what we would wear, uh, gotcha. and then they would tell us to like, oh, you know, maybe bring this instead. Blah yeah. blah blah. But yeah, you couldn't because you couldn't bring stuff with um, branding. Brands, yeah. Oh yeah. And not they didn't want too much black. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. They yeah. wanted like island colors. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Tropical yeah. vibes. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. You know, like F boy looking clothes. Hawaiian <laughs> <laughs> shirts and shorts. Yeah, pretty much. White beers. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, look, I don't, I didn't really have any expectations going in. So I just was like, whatever happens, happens and just be open to any new yeah. experience. Yeah. For those who don't know, I guess, Jono, you went in as a nice guy. What was your decision making? Do you get to choose? I guess like, what do you, like, why did you go in as a nice guy? Like a few people were asking me about this. Yeah. Um, no, we didn't get to choose. Oh, really? Yeah. What? Really? Oh, yeah. I thought you chose. No. Oh. No, no, no. We didn't, like, because who would want it? Some, like, why would you choose to be F boy? You know? I to get the money. Thought, yeah. Right? No? Like, oh. some people, like, on the show, from what I saw, it, it looked like they were so confident in their self brand as They're an like, F-boy. I like, applied so to be an F boy. Yeah. 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 But there's also, like, I'm sure you could see some nice guys were not very nice guys. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. So it was. Pretty much they would screen you with a couple of like, I guess, interview questions. And then based off your answers, they'd be like, hey, like you seem to fit this mm-hmm. archetype of nice guy or F boy. Mm-hmm. So I guess based off my answers, like they thought I was more of a nice guy. Is this accurate of your dating history? <laughs> what is your experience of being an F boy or a nice guy? <laughs> Depends on the girl. I think. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say, like, was there a lot of like prep? going into this because i remember you saying like apart from like clothes and stuff because you had to go buy a new suit it's such a side question yeah but like buy a new suit yeah so like one of the producers was like hey you might want to bring like a suit on there you're like you know you never know there might be some like evening cocktail thing like just for every i didn't see anyone wear a suit once in the show oh no they they did they did they did yeah um i'm not really i don't really wear suits like i don't work in corporate yeah only time I wear a suit is to go to a wedding. wedding you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, full bought a new suit and didn't even wear it. Oh, it's like, Devin. It's like Devin in the back Devin. of my wardrobe. I'm never wearing it. Yeah. 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 What about other preparation, like in terms of like your work, um, your personal life, like all that kind of stuff, telling your fam- family and friends? Yeah. So with work, because work already, because I had that last TV show opportunity last mm. year. So I had to kind of tell them in advance in case I was gone for like, 
Because that one would, I would have to be gone for two months. Luckily, this one was just three weeks. So they were pretty accommodating. And also, it's exciting for my boss to be like, oh my God, my employees. Yeah. <laughs> TV show. Yeah. Family wise, I just told my parents I was going to go on a TV show. I wasn't like explicit with what it was about. Right. Um, but that's pretty much. Oh, and then for my coaching clients, I would just tell them, like, hey, we have to pause for like three weeks. Mm. So what have they found out, I guess, what show you were on, like your family and the, your clients? Has anyone said anything? How did they react? Yeah, oh, look, I think clients, they just think it's funny yeah. and they, yeah. they're supportive. Um, yeah, because my, my parents follow me on Instagram. Um, oh, so they saw everything. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't think my parents understand what it really yeah. is. <laughs> yeah. Because there like, weren't any like, did they watch the show? Nah, because no. you need a binge account. Oh, yeah. okay. But also, I don't think it was like as full on as say like The Bachelor, for example, where there's like scenes of people like full on making out and all this kind of stuff. Whereas I think like this was a little bit more sparse because also there was so many people mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. needed to interact with the girls as well. So I feel like the content that was posted was like pretty, what's the tame. word? PG. Yeah, tame. Yeah, PG. It, it depended though because like I chose not to do more weird mm. stuff like there, there was like a scene where like three dudes were like naked and they had to like cover yeah it was pillow fighting and then the three dudes had to cover their like dick with the what you call, eggplant emoji oh i just saw that yeah yeah so like they would ask us like come do this and i'll just say no <laughs> yeah fair yeah, enough really it's good you had that. a choice yeah and consent <laughs> i guess yeah. <laughs> um do you feel like it's possible to find love in that type of environment when there's so many people do you actually get time to connect with the women uh you specifically fboy island or tv shows in general i think fboy island in, and the environment that you were in specifically mm, um well on that topic like one of the couples is not together per mm. show because mm. the girl's reason was like she needs more time to really connect with someone. Yeah. yeah. So I guess, yeah, their relationship was more for, I guess, TV. Mm. Um, but look, it seems like the other two are doing well. Like, oh, they're still together. Yeah, they're still together. Oh. Um, look, I don't know how long it'll last. Mm. But um, look, I was actually skeptical, skeptical too. And I was like, this is like so fabricated. How yeah. are you actually going to connect properly? But at the same time, like it's kind of like a little bubble where you can you don't have to think about so many external things right yeah you kind of like for them it's like you've just been put in a little like fairy tale yeah so it can kind of work yeah i mean you're with the same people i'm assuming by 24 7 right are there like opportunities i guess to really connect there's three girls 25 men did you get the opportunity to actually talk to to the women and how much time was that build build any bonds or is it more so, I guess, I feel like I did see a lot of friendship come out from the male side as well because I'm assuming you guys were spending more time together. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, look, to be honest, you don't get to spend that much time mm, with the okay. girls. Right. Because the girls stay in a different villa yeah. and the guys stay at like a different place. Yeah. So the guys definitely will have more time to like hang out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess it because there's a thing called like the single dates, which yes. is like after the mixes where the girls get an opportunity to talk to all the guys, um, they get to choose a guy to have a whole date with, mm-hmm. right? So the, that's when you kind of get the best opportunity to connect mm. with them. Yeah. So me and another guy, because like pretty much you pick the girl that you're going to try and like go for, right? Yeah. Um, so I went for Molly. Yeah. Um, 
two like me and another guy like we didn't get picked for the single dates yeah because molly would just keep picking nick so right. yeah. nick was the guy she just was really into yeah, yeah she went on multiple dates with him yeah, yeah. so then no, there's no, no, no yeah, really yeah, yeah. you're not on the connect. radar and she's not focused on it, then yeah, I guess not. You have your like three minutes on in the mixes <laughs> when, <laughs> to make an impression while all these other guys are like just waiting. Like swarming. Oh, it's having, so scary. Yeah. I mean, like, what was your experience with that? Was it like hard or intimidating to put yourself out there in that environment? Um, It wasn't too bad, honestly. Okay. I feel like, like I was like, you know, it, it's not like this is going to be easy. Yeah. Right. So I was like, let's just do our best yeah mm. and like i i went into the sh- i went into those things like the mixes like making sure i wouldn't be like passive yeah because i knew if i was like not doing anything like i'd definitely be kicked off like an easy target for elimination right? Or like kind like of. like engine like he, yeah. he actually didn't speak much because look the first night you're like so confused like the three girls just come in <laughs> and then it's just 24 guys and we're like yeah like what, what do we, we do yeah what do you do <laughs> um and then, yeah, eventually people just figure out, like, I'm going to take the girl over this way, this way, mm. this way. And then when they, sp- uh, maybe they've spoken for, like, five minutes, the next guy's like, all right, I need to go. Because there's only, like, I don't know, two hours. Yeah, right. To, um, to speak. Speed dating. Yeah. yeah, it's, like, speed dating. Yeah. But it's way more, I feel like it's more stressful for the girl. I was just going like, to say that. How do you process, like, five guys talking to you? Yeah, you know? that's true. But, yeah, so I made sure to just shoot my shot pretty much every single time. Yeah. Um. And that's, I would say that's why I survived how, how far I could actually go. Yeah. Because yeah. I was like making an effort to speak mm. to. All For the our ladies. listeners, how far did you get? Halfway. Halfway. <laughs> nice. I think that's a really good effort. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel like um, with 20 or 24 men competing for the same thing, did it ever lead to any like dramas, toxic max- masculinity? Issues of friendships. There was definitely dramas. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Um, we saw a bit of it on TV as well. Yeah. Like, it was definitely more like the guys that would have dramas are the ones that would compete against each other with the same girl. Right. So, like, fortunately for me, like, the guys I competed with, like, I think were a bit more, maybe not not dramatic. Mm. Like, I was up against people like Ben, Nick burning showing like no one's like super confrontational or yeah. combative yeah yeah while the the guys that were going for the other two girls like definitely like butted heads yeah mm. like the chicken nugget scene yeah exactly. <laughs> how do you guys even get chicken nuggets it's is there a mcdonald's where you were or like burgers i'm like where did come from sorry spoilers but <laughs> um they just asked the producers oh okay yeah. i guess it makes for good tv yeah. Like introducing but, something like that that's going to stir so up. So random. A bit of like, ooh, what's happening? They, they all just wanted to um, woo Ziara because she yeah. likes McDonald's. <laughs> There's one thing where you go up to get a chicken. <laughs> I thought like you drove him over the line. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, why'd you do that, man? <laughs> that was so funny. I think that was your best scene. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the yeah. funny thing was like, it's kind of like mean, but we all did it to like piss Darcy off. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You, could, you, you could see that. You were just like, you just were like, yeah, you could see that. But yeah. they were poking fun so, at him, yeah. So like, the th- this is the interesting thing is like, when we were on the TV show, like most of us were friends with Corey. Yeah. Because um, Corey was like, I don't know, only after seeing the show, I didn't, I realized he wasn't like 
who uh, who you actually portrayed. And like actually Darcy's the cool one, you know. Oh. Um, but Corey was just trying to get us to like sabotage Darcy. So then we did. Yeah. It, was, it was honestly really funny, but Darcy's also a good sport. Like me and him still like chat. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's actually a good person. Yeah, I guess you do realize that you guys don't get to see the behind the scenes, like the one-on-ones yeah. and they're thinking as well. You're seeing what they portray to you in as well. So mm-hmm. was there kind of specific portrayals that you wanted to put of yourself on TV? Like, did you go in going, I wanted to portray myself a certain way? Oh, definitely. You always want to be portrayed the best way, right? Yeah. yeah. You don't want to look like a dickhead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I think I just wanted to be portrayed as I am, mm. you know? So I, I was conscious of not saying stupid shit because yeah. mm. some people were saying such bad stuff, <laughs> honestly. Even though the TV show kind of made some people look bad, like they also made some people like look a lot better. Mm. Like there's people when they were like behind the scenes, everyone just hated them. And um, it, was, it was like wow. pretty bad for them, honestly, their yeah. experience. Because um, they would be saying really outlandish stuff off camera too. Yeah. Like just being very cocky right. and just mm. peacocking. Maybe. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, I just made sure I was representing myself in a way i'd be proud of mm. you know because my grandkids can watch this yeah you know? <laughs> yeah that's so like, true like yeah, you don't think about that as much as like it's like jokes and silly like and obviously uh, there's stuff i did there was pretty funny too and silly right but you don't want to i don't know do stuff that's not who you are yeah because mm. there's obviously there's people on the show who just were faking it like, yeah. Oh, yeah like a lot not of genuine pe- oh, a lot of non-genuine people there, yeah to be honest but yeah, I just wanted to, I guess, like I said, be someone I was proud of. Mm-hmm. And I think I did pretty well, mm. just the show didn't do it for me. <laughs> <laughs> did you feel like your portrayal as like a nice guy was, I don't know, did you justice? That's the right word. I don't think the show even gave you enough screen time to yeah. really show if I was a nice guy or F boy. Yeah, like, yeah, like character you know, development. couldn't really yeah. make up their minds. If they don't know you, right, they just yeah. will be like, oh, there's not a lot of character development because you didn't get a lot of screen time. Yeah. yeah. You, the only way you would be able to gauge it is just how I look. Yeah. It's funny. I had a, I have a patient who was like, you definitely were an F boy. So she was surprised when <laughs> she found out I was a nice guy. Just based off, like, your looks. Yeah, and- my look. Wow. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, so yeah, I don't know. I think the portrayal was just like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it didn't. Yeah, I guess it wasn't negative or positive. Yeah. It just was not not enough. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How did you feel about being an Asian Australian on the show? You know that that was something I was actually very proud of. You know, because I only on reflection did I really think about it. Like, of all the Australian Asians they could pick, like they picked me. From New South Wales. Right? Yeah. That's, I think that's pretty crazy. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, they picked Clay, which is the other Asian guy from Melbourne. So, like, both of us have talked about this because I would say Clay is probably, like, my best mate from the show. Mm. Maybe just because we're Asian. Like, when you see another Asian, you're you just like... Connect. Yeah, you just connect. Instant connection. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> and actually, Clay got interviewed by, like, News.com or something about this. And he spoke about it. He was just like, mm. you know, Asians, we... T- I think especially Asian men, we get depicted like either nerds or like were like the comedic character yeah. in a lot of things like mm-hmm. i already think the 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 character i think of is like you know leslie chow from hangover yeah oh, yes. yeah yeah, yeah. Like that's that's the character like the asian guys will portray right 
But I think, I guess at least more recently, it's more like Shang-Chi and like, what's his name? Is it Henry Worthington? Mm, The guy holding Crazy Rich Asians, yeah. Yeah. And that's starting to push, I guess, what people's perception of what Asian men are like in, I guess, the Western world now. Yeah. You know, so yeah, I I think I'm I'm pretty proud of that. Like maybe in the future, some Asian guy will win. But actually on the American version, an Asian guy won. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Because we, I watch The Bachelor and things like that a lot, and I just always just want to see more representation, like mm. Asian people. I'm like, why can't we be on these shows, you know? So it was really cool to see some, a bit of diversity on F-Boy Island. Yeah, like, yeah. The, yeah definitely. They had Indian, yeah. a- Asian, British, Black. Yeah. You know, so they, they definitely did try to make it diverse. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Do you think it helped having Clay there, like in the experience? Like a fellow Asian? Uh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Like, cause, like we were in the same room, so we would talk about it, like, all the time. Mm-hmm. And, like, it was funny. We'd, like, speak Chinese to each other. No one knew what we were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They should have oh. aired that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, oh, that's so good. That's pretty awesome. Um, yeah. How do you think you've changed as a person as a result of this experience? Um, that's a good question. I think, oh, I think I'm definitely more open now to things because if i didn't do this none of this other stuff would have happened right and the connections that i've made so i think it's it's easy to like stick to what you know in a way and be like this is this is what's right for me mm-hmm. yeah it's this is a really pretty tricky one actually because i was like what's the where's the line between like am i being in my comfort zone or am i like doing something out of like my values mm-hmm. right but yeah, if I didn't do this, I wouldn't. Now I'm way more open-minded to things like this, right? Yeah. Or way more open-minded to like how other people think or how because I met, you meet people from different walks of life, right? Mm. Like if you only hang out in the same like friend group or like same let's say suburb, yeah. everyone thinks the same, yeah. right? Yeah, definitely. So I think um I think it's made me more open mm. as a person, and. Oh, actually, here's another thing. I think I'm a lot more grateful for the people I have in my life. Yeah. Because I've been pretty conscious with the type of people I spend my time with. Mm-hmm. And when you have to be put in like an island with people you just don't like. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, it was <laughs> it was so draining, honestly. Yeah. Like being around people that were just like shitty yeah. and you can't get away from them. Mm. Like I actually like feel not staunch. I feel like was like. To one of the guys, like, man, you're so you're so cringy. Like, <laughs> but wow, the thing that's really hardcore to say to someone. <laughs> they didn't put it on the fucking TV show. But, yeah, yeah. Um, too controversial. <laughs> I don't know. I think they missed yeah. it. But like, the thing is, now you have to just be around them the whole time, so it's like right. kind of awkward. Yeah, yeah they right. just like we just didn't talk for the rest of the show. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna ask, like, was it easy to like avoid people you just didn't gel with because there's so many people as well? But as people get eliminated, I guess. Yeah, like a little bit. Like you could definitely stay away from them, but it's like you rather just not even see these people, right? Yeah. Like in real life, if you don't like someone, you can just exit. Yeah, yeah. You know, but you have to be around these people and keep seeing them be so like cringy and yeah. disingenuous. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was not good. It would be so frustrating. Yeah. 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 Because they'd be so fake on camera. Yeah. And people would buy it up. And then off camera, they just change. Yeah. Yeah. It's also hard not to get sucked into that drama as well. Or that, right? Like, I feel like if I was in that situation, I would just be like, 
angry about it mm. and not be able to escape and trying to switch off is would be hard if you're in that environment all the time I, my response is just to like get get the fuck away from it yeah i don't yeah. even get angry yeah. i just like i can't deal with it yeah yeah know? yeah it's no time to waste as well but when you're in the situation you're just like i can't escape yeah i can't escape yeah so, <laughs> stay yeah. in front of you so all the time go to the ocean paddle away <laughs> <laughs> yeah is there anything um that you would do differently if you had to done, if you do the show all over again yeah look if 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 i could i think i would i would have probably be more out there yeah mm. yeah so maybe i if i really think about it, maybe i was a bit conservative because in my head it's like i rather not say bad shit than say too much bad shit yeah yeah but it's kind of, it's like how do you expect yourself to know when you've only done it the first time right yes it's like anything you do like you get better the more times you do mm-hmm. it so now i'm like okay this is where my like baseline is i can mm-hmm. next time if i have an op- another opportunity for a tv show i can be a bit more outlandish right mm-hmm. and it's still like me yeah because like, that's the really confusing thing about reality tv it's like you're you're not you but you are you yeah you, know? you have to play a character of yourself yeah. yeah was there a lot of pressure with all the cameras watching as well like that you had to perform a certain way um i was actually okay with yeah. that because you you just don't you kind of phase it out because yeah, there's right. something going on like yeah. you're chatting with someone so yeah. you just ignore it it's like you know this is going on but you don't yeah that's true you know yeah. I mean? yeah 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 and i guess like people who are more outlandish using like what you were describing get more screen time in a way yeah why what would be your reasons for wanting to be a little bit more like experimental or adventurous like what would you be looking to get out of it um well it just i guess showcase more of my personality Mm -hmm. you know i it's the other thing is like you know that uh quotes like even bad news is news kind of thing yes yeah so like you can say the worst shit and look like an idiot, but you'll get more screen time. And like, I think you just got to balance it. Like, like bad PR yeah. is still PR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. they put they put stuff of people doing stupid shit. And like, maybe that guy's like, yeah, I got screen time, but like everyone thinks they're an idiot. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean? Yeah. So you, it's it's like it's crazy. It's, you think like being on the show is like easy, but in real time you're just full like processing. Like, it's trippy. Like, what do I do? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're constantly you're so conscious. What do I do? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. Next time I'll be like, okay, like this is, I'm comfortable doing this, this, this. Yeah, this, right. This. Yeah. Mm. They did show you like in the last episode speaking up for one of the guys. I can't remember his name. Saying Joshy. he's like, yes, Joshy. And I thought yeah. that was a really good portrayal of you. Like, you know, standing up for a friend and saying, you know, that he's actually a really good guy. So there was that as well. But yeah, yeah. that was nice of them. To yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was that the episode you got eliminated? No, this is at the end, like everyone comes back and um. we get an opportunity to like either roast the people who are left or like, give the girls a reason to keep them in yeah and then you yeah. were like standing up and you're like oh that's really nice <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah um can you talk about the friendships that you built in you know fy island you know are they lasting what, what are they what are they like um yeah look <laughs> that's it's really interesting because i feel like i've known all these guys like all my life now mm-hmm. at the end of it but it's so crazy when you first Basically, when it first starts, like, you're isolated in a way. And then, like, on a certain day, you meet all the guys. And that first meeting is so overwhelming. Because, mm-hmm. like, you're literally 
trying to pr- process like 24 like yeah i don't know like, yeah a few, 20 other guys yeah and like hey bro how you doing yeah hey bro hey bro like, <laughs> yeah. just, just like, trying to remember names yeah, yeah. And, yeah um but then over the course of like the show you, you start to like remember who everyone is yeah um for anyone when they're meeting someone new you're kind of like a bit like walled up right mm. You'd, like, yeah so especially like 20 like guys like full of testosterone like yeah. trying to suss each other out like yeah. everyone's a bit like i think on guard yeah but once yeah like i said once everyone's more comfortable with each other like people start to connect and whatnot but yeah honestly friendships was pretty easy yeah like everyone's like i feel like if to do a show like this you must be kind of a cool dude right yeah so everyone is pretty cool yeah most people are pretty cool um and also because there's 24 guys to begin with, we get split into three rooms of eight. Mm. And then I got put into the room. Like we call it the diversity room. Not really diversity. <laughs> room. We, we call ourselves um, room five. Okay. Yeah. Because we're, we're original. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, that just consisted of like the two black guys, the two Asians, one British dude, one <laughs> Islander dude. Yeah. You know, so it was like, then yeah and then we were all like really close and then like still after the sh- like i went overseas with one of the guys oh wow like still chat with like the, at least the guys from the room you know but even the guys from the other rooms like still talk to them mm. everyone's pretty because you know you just went through something that only 24 of yeah. us will ever yeah. ever experience yeah. so you are connected in that way yeah yeah yeah, yeah, for sure. I think it's lovely because I feel like a lot of reality TV shows, you know, they're they're about love, but I find that a lot of it, a lot of friendship comes out of it, like mm. with the contestants and with the girls, which is like kind of a positive of these reality TV shows. I would say to see those friendships come out because yeah, you just nobody else understands what you're going through except those people. Definitely, yeah, yeah. definitely, yeah. yeah. Um, from what I know, you had to also give up like your socials for a few months, and I feel like that's a big part for you and your job and all the different side hustles you have with like coaching and whatnot how did this impact you and like your brand yeah honestly not gonna lie it was not great you yeah. know so um i think before the show i was like on a roll i had like, yeah. a lot of momentum mm. i was like pushing out so much shit i was like doing the podcast to um putting out content and like yeah building up my business so the show kind of like put everything to like a halt yeah so basically i just have to build it back up but it's all right like the way i see it is um you know everything happens for you mm-hmm. yeah you know, like you never know if these opportunities they kind of fruition into something else yeah you had to give up access to like completely everything right yeah like Wild. instagram facebook twitter like all the socials i had people like asking me like dude why are you like barring me like real life and then i was like oh shit sorry like i just don't have any social media because they didn't they kind of didn't even give you warning for when they take it so one day i just woke up and i just didn't have access to it. oh my goodness so they'd like change the password and everything yeah they, oh yeah. wow oh, wow and you don't even have time to give warning to everybody you know right yeah. like yeah it kind yeah. of just happened yeah like you, you can't even say like put up a story and be like hey we're not gonna be in socials for, yeah like, well, I, I was a bit like slack with it too. Like, I guess I could have done it like in a week in advance. Yeah, right. Yeah. But um, yeah, they just took took it one day, and then yeah, I just it was just I was like, what do I do with my life? Yeah. Well, I was, what did you, was, what did you do? Like, what, you know, did you discover a new aspect of life without social media? Um, 
Honestly, it was very interesting because this was only recent. It was like the last two months when I didn't have it. Yeah. And look, I think I have a pretty good relationship with social media. It's like I don't I use it in a way to create more so than to mm. consume. Like I'm, I'm literally using it to build something. Yeah. So to not have that, I guess, like outlet was like, I was like, where do, where do I put all this creative energy? Because mm. yeah. I, I feel like you guys are creatives, right? Like it feels good to like do this stuff. Yeah. It's like yeah. a. It's very cathartic. Yes. Yeah. Right. So when I didn't have that, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, so I honestly, it just gave me time to, I guess, practice patience, mm. you know, because I'm, I'm not a very patient person. I always want to do stuff. Yeah. I, I, I need to, I like to be productive and yeah. busy. Yeah. Um, so it let me kind of slow down in a way. Yeah. But yeah, apart from that, I was just like working and training. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty much all I did. Right. <laughs> yeah. Something that I noticed that like a lot of TV personalities or reality TV people do is they, their whole personal brand then becomes that TV show or they become like a influencer in that space. Do you think you're going to lean into that or you're just going to kind of go back to what you were before? I think it'd be a hybrid, right? Like I think for me as a person, I've never wanted to be boxed in mm. like, I don't really call myself a bodybuilder. I don't really call myself like physio. Yeah, maybe a physio, but like, I don't know. I like being multifaceted. Right? Mm. I like to have, be able to do this, 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 this. So I wouldn't call myself like a influencer. Like I, I was on TV for like three minutes. So like, let's not get ahead of ourselves, right? Like, like uh, yeah, it's, it, it's part of me, I guess. I've yeah. had that experience, but yeah. It's not going to be all of you, right? Yeah, it's not yeah. all of me. It's part of me and I'll just continue doing what I'm doing, but that'll be an additional aspect to myself. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. If there's an opportunity that comes up again to do another reality TV show, would you take it? And what type of show would you want to be on? Uh, a show that lets me keep my social media first. <laughs> Is that what shows? The shows? To any? Um, MasterChef. No, <laughs> no, when I spoke with one of the people from yeah. Warner Brothers, they said like, this has been the only show where they've taken uh, it. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. So yeah, definitely that. But also, like I said, it was the first thing you know. You don't know what you can negotiate and what you can't negotiate, yeah, right? right? Mm. So yeah, definitely like having my own social media. But um, look, I'd be open to another one. Like, mm. it's it's kind of fun, you know. Yeah. And I don't know I feel like life is just about doing exciting things, yeah. and like when you do something like that your your mind just gets very open yeah. you know mm. so yeah i'd be up i'm still single so i'll be up for another day <laughs> you know, but maybe not with like 24 guys maybe a bit more equal Internet, ratio right? yeah equal ratio you know? yeah like love is blind or something <laughs> is blind. i've never seen that when you have like two rooms and like oh you can't see each yeah, other yeah you can't see each other and that's how you oh. build connection yeah look, i think that'd be an that. interesting yeah. social hit him up guys hit him up <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what's next for you um i think just continuing to grow my online coaching yeah. like that's something i really want to focus on because i don't want to be bound by a location anymore like mm. i'd love to work from a computer and just go wherever yeah. i want that's, that's my goal right now because it's like back to the whole open and tv show thing like it's really just made me more open to just try new things yeah, yeah. so even like potentially moving overseas, working there mm -hmm. kind of thing. But yeah, I think this is the foundation, like having a business that is location independent. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I think that's a nice place to wrap. Um, so for our listeners, if you want to watch all the episodes, you can watch it on Binge and catch 
three minutes of Jono on TV. <laughs> the best three minutes. The best three minutes. <laughs> um, so to wrap up the episode, we usually do dinner table questions. So these are just like three random questions just to get to know you a little bit better. Um, this one was more of a personal one for me, but what is your kryptonite when it comes to food, given that you eat so healthy all the time? What do you mean by kryptonite? Like what kind I resist? Like your guilty pleasure. Yeah, guilty pleasure. pleasure. Probably KFC. Oh, I love oh, really? Yeah, I really like KFC. But when I eat it, I'll get paper towels and I'll like... <laughs> yeah, you get all the oil out. Yeah, I get all the oil out. I mean, that's totally fair. But are you yeah. doing like a zinger or are you doing like I, original... I, I like original recipe. Oh, okay. But yeah, I got to yeah, dap go it hard. first. You dap yeah. it first. Yeah. Otherwise, okay. I feel really crappy. Yeah. For context, what, are you still eating just chicken breast nowadays? Um, Kind What's of. Like I'm, I'm still... Oh, well, I'm still trying to compete again. Yeah. So I am like... Not on a strict meal plan, but like I am. Did your diet healthy. have to suffer then on the show? Did they? Oh yeah, true. That is a good question. Yeah. The one of the actually forgot to mention one of the best things of the show was the catering. So they really? Had, they, oh, it was next level. It was so good. Oh, that's really it surprising because usually people are like catering is shit for stuff like this. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was so normally shoot caterings are really good. Yeah. Like I, I was, oh, I was trying to like write it down so like if I have a wedding, like that's the food I would want. Oh, what was were like, you eating? It wasn't like it was healthy, but it was like really, yeah, yummy. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Oh, cool. All right, it's good. And um, the next question is: If you were the ruler of your own country, what would be the first law you would introduce? Wow, that's a really good question. Um, Could be controversial. <laughs> the first thing that comes to mind is like everyone has to like get up every hour and not sit at the. Oh, oh that's a good one. That is a good one. Four sixes. Force movement because that's like ninety percent of the patients I see. Like their problems would be fixed if they just didn't sit on their computer like for eight mm. hours nonstop. Mm. So that would have like so many health repercussions, like positive health repercussions. Yeah, right. yeah, that's a really good one. Yeah, that is. Okay, very last one. What is your biggest fear? Oh, deep. <laughs> biggest I'm trying to expose Jono. These well, are like questions I feel like people would never ask you. Yeah. Uh, my biggest fear. Would probably not be living up to my potential, honestly. Mm. Yeah, that's a good one. So that's why it comes back, like, kind of like comes full circle, like doing all these things, like trying all these new experiences. Mm. It lets me kind of tap into what I can do. Yeah, you know? like I, like at one point in the show, like we had to do a talent show. Yeah. Oh yeah. And like they gave us like five hours to prepare. You right. Know? So they're like, you guys are gonna have to. Do something in front of like everyone plus the camera crew oh and you're going to get judged by the girls. Yeah. Oh my God. That's yeah. actually so like anxiety inducing. <laughs> so I think being, and then so I, I basically did the salsa dance for like oh, two yeah, minutes. Oh yeah, nice. Um, and then after doing that, you're like, holy shit. Like I'm a sick cunt. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I can do shit like that. Yeah. Like last minute, you know? Yeah. So it's only through these experiences that you can kind of like be exposed to stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Cool. Well, um, that wraps up the three questions we had. Thank you so much for joining Thank us you. on the potty. Um, I learned so much about reality TV today. <laughs> yeah. We'll put all your, I'm um, so now that you have your socials back, we'll put all your socials back in our show notes yeah. and you have a podcast as well. So we can put that in. It's currently down. I think Spotify <laughs> yeah. took it away, but I'll put it back somehow. It'll be, it'll be up. Yeah, but thanks, guys. Like that went by so fast because it was really fun. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank Super so lighthearted. Much. Thank you. Thank you. Until right. next one. Bye. Bye.